Welcome to the Shaman Jessica podcast, where I share all about my work as a shaman. These episodes are purely based on my personal experience and opinions, and never a substitute for any medical advice. Let's begin our journey. Greetings, girl, and welcome to my Hello, friends. So we are here finally talking about money, the subject that you ask about all the time. And honestly, it's a subject and energy that I love working with. And I love working with clients on money as well and abundance. And, you know, spirituality, working as a healer and money, that combination is very triggering for a lot of people. This is because of this stereotype of this like Franciscan monks that have to give away all of their possessions and like earthly material stuff. It's just stuff and it's not aligned and it's not spiritual. So we're going to debunk all of that crap today and really talk about why money is actually just energy and how you can really expand that energy instead of contracting it. Okay, so how I see money in my work is very much linked to trauma. So Money trauma is a very real thing. And it doesn't necessarily have to be trauma that you have around money or money situations specifically. But the common denominator among like 80%, I guess, of the journeys that I do are worthlessness, not valuing yourself, never having been taught or uh, having integrated that really super empowered uh, energy. And this very much affects your finances. It affects every part of your life. And especially in work, valuing yourself is what makes basically everything work and everything flow. It's literally about value. So trauma is a very like triggering subject because even if it's just energy, it reveals a lot about our beliefs, our um, convictions about ourselves, about our value, about the world. So whenever you talk about this subject, um, yeah, it's, it's super triggering for other people, but that just always shows if there's something triggered, there's something that needs to be integrated and healed. So if you are triggered by this, um, yeah, I hope that you can see this as a beautiful opportunity to heal and integrate something. And so it reveals a lot this subject. It reveals a lot about you. It it reveals everything about your life state, your source connection, because that is where that intrinsic knowing of your value comes from. It's like how you are connected to spirit and how you are connected to source. And this is something that I work with clients on directly in their energy field. So if there is something that is blocking this or that is siphoning off that energy, I will see it in a journey and I will remove it. So Trauma, whether it's big or small, is very real. It affects your finances. It affects your abundance in your life. And all trauma is worth healing. Everything is worth healing and integrating. And the interesting thing about trauma is, which makes this work so much easier, is that you do not have to know what your trauma is, okay? Because the thing about trauma is that it's, it creates like an inherent split, a fragment. So this is often why trauma comes with like blocks, suppressed uh, memories that'll get triggered uh, under certain circumstances. 
It's because that energy, that trauma is kind of like encapsulated in time, siphons off, splits off, and that often gets covered by blocks, like not being able to process that because you were too young, because it's too painful, it's too big. So often with that comes that you might know that you have a block around a certain area or subject, but you don't know exactly what it is. So when it comes to money, that could make you think like, hmm, I grew up in like a middle class household, like is the case with me. Like we went on vacation probably like twice a year. We went out to dinner regularly. I never really grew up with money trauma, but still it doesn't mean that there's not a trauma affecting your like self-worth and, and your value. So you don't really have to know what your trauma is. And that is why doing this work is so powerful and really what is lacking um, compared to working with, say, like a financial advisor or like a business coach or therapy, like talking therapy often, all of those things, like not to, uh, not to like diss them or anything can be super helpful. Um, but when there's trauma that needs to be healed, uh, that needs to be healed. And that requires an energetic approach and not a rational uh, approach. So with this work, we go straight to the core and heal uh, what needs to be healed there. Well, when I first started doing this work, I started doing it on myself. That's how I healed my like incurable uh, air condition. And I started working with my friends too. And I have this friend who, since I known her, she had had uh, problems with money and scarcity. Scarcity, scarcity, like depending on where you live. I don't know what the pronunciation is, but that was her main issue. And that was something that we, uh, that I, with the help of spirit, healed in her energy field. And the beautiful thing is when you do that, what really is healed is your connection to source and the flow of source energy in your life. Like money is just like energy and flow and it's looking for something to stick to. So either you can contract or either you can expand and we can clean up your energy field and allow for that to come in. And this is so freaking effective and powerful. She was like, what's apping me every day since like, she just out of nowhere made like a $5,000 sale. She was like manifesting clients and projects like left and right. But she was connecting with her clients in a super authentic way. And it didn't feel forced. It didn't feel like this sort of pushy, masculine, um, pressing uh, energy, which a lot of people have about work, that it has to be about the hours that you put in. It has to be super hard. Otherwise, uh, you can't be successful and you definitely can't make a lot of money. That's just complete nonsense. So when you do this work, it affects really how you work as well. And um, like her health completely transformed overnight. Um, triggers that she had around family trauma completely disappeared. So it's a holistic thing. And um, that's the beautiful thing about journeying, that it really, uh, it's like a whole holistic shift um, that source energy connection in your life just makes everything heal and align and, uh, and flourish. So when we talk about money, it's about valuing yourself. This is really... Um, key here so if you feel like you if you're watching this there's probably something uh, going on with your money and your abundance so ask yourself 
Do you actually really want to be successful? Are you maybe afraid of success, of money, of having like a shitload of money in your bank account? Does that actually make you contract? Do you wonder if you're actually good enough uh, at your job? You know, those questions are so uh, triggering to think about, but actually so helpful. Because if you are scared of being successful, if you can get your clients' results, say that you are like similar to me, kind of like a coach or a therapist or whatever, you have a service, you're a business, um, that is something that you need to look at. That is what's blocking your abundance. So scarcity comes from not valuing yourself and that comes from trauma. So when you heal the trauma, that is when everything starts to shift and you can start to embody abundance because wealth really like let go of the concept of money completely. I've always been naturally, this is something that's always come very naturally to me. Even when I was a student and I had like five euros in my bank account, you can still be like, thank you, you know, five euros for just sitting there really Money is not an entity, but it is. it has a spirit. Animism is the basis of shamanism, which means that everything has a spirit. So treat it as such. When you see money come into your PayPal or whatever, celebrate it. Do like a little dance. Like create this warm, loving energy around money. Also around your spending. Every time that you swipe your card, you can actually create a little ceremony around this for yourself, where you actually say in your head, um, this will return to me tenfold. This is how you can ritualize and build ceremony around everything. And it's not so much about what happens, even though it is super effective, like start doing this, you'll be surprised. It is that you are bringing consciousness into every transaction. So we'll talk about like intention and value behind like spending and stuff like that later, because I've also received a lot of questions about it. But I want to talk a little bit about embody, embodying abundance. Because when you talk about abundance, also scarcity. It's like two sides of the same coin. Um, this is also why on the Kabbalistic Tree of Life, you will have like a central point, but it'll have two, um, two poles, basically. One on the path of severity and one on the path of mercy. So this is just like the polarity, duality that's inherent to all of life. So scarcity and abundance, they sit in your root chakra, in your, in your sacral chakra. So either you can feel like super connected and supported there, or you can feel unsafe. So when you are spending or receiving money, you can already be in, um, even if you, if, you're, if you don't have a lot of money right now, if you feel like you have an issue around it, you can start by being in the energy of abundance as much as you can, like at all times. And this is really um, great for undoing the rational understandings that we have around money. Because when you look at like um, a dollar bill is like a really good example. It just says that it's legal tender. This is just like a, sh a super short explanation explaining why money is just energy, which means that it's basically just paper. It's nothing. The value is determined by how much is in circulation. There's constant inflation. 
things like quantitative easing, you don't even have to know what it means, just means that money is constantly being um, um, created out of thin air, literally, like there's no gold standard anymore. Money tangibly has zero value, okay? So it's just energy and you can start to embody this energy even without having it. And by being in that frequency, you will start to magnetically attract that abundance. So wealth, richness, abundance, like overflow is like a super juicy, peaceful, expansive state to be in, right? It's embodied. You can like feel it in your senses. That's why manifesting, any manifesting practice that you might have done or that you will do is all about feeling things and quantum leaping. It's about like feeling your future self. So start to use your senses even if you have very little just like enjoying like buying your coffee in the morning and how it tastes and like oh thank you for like making me awake um your sheets you know how everything feels just like fresh air you can be in expansive energy all the time and that's why there's also like this cliche, like a lot of cliches have a, like some truth to them, right? So when you um, embody that feeling of money, you are really like reprogramming your entire system to be able to hold like that certain amount in your bank account or whatever it is. And you'll start to magnetically... Um, attract that abundance in your environment because you are um, you're like a match for it vibrationally if you're constantly worrying about money and I like like that person that client that I mentioned it's like super unfair to tell someone like just stop worrying about money when you have bills to pay but you're bringing that super um, scarce like contracting contractive like energy um, into your system, which is then what you are going to um, attract. So it's actually really simple. And even if you do not have resources, you can be resourceful. That's a different thing. Like, what are your skills? What are your gifts? What are your talents? And I will probably talk about, like, work and alignment in, in, uh, in a different life. Because that's a whole other story in itself. But just know that manifesting is feeling. And money is an embodied experience richness is an embodied experience and that's also it could be helpful to listen to my lives my podcast episodes about receiving because i explain like the energetic principles behind this as well uh, i think i have a podcast episode uh, about that up too and then also there's one where i explain like my own finances like i'm super transparent about that like my pricing and everything and then there is also one about alignment that will be helpful to, to listen to if this is something that you're that you're working on and just know that when you are embodied when you are feeling all of this with your senses you become receptive because money flow abundance is all receiving it just means that you're basically like laying back and letting it flow in really it's that easy and of course like what you make is a reflection of the value that you create. 
But when you are, when you have that trauma healed and you're like safe in your root chakra and your sacral chakra, you're able to be in that feminine receptive energy and you're allowing it to flow and you're just seeing it everywhere and you're experiencing it with everything you do. Like even like touching like the stuff around you, like it's a very, it's a very tactile experience. And you know, your, your body knows that's why you need to get out of your head around money and heal trauma and get into your body because your body knows like what's what's like your aligned client what's the aligned like real estate person or coach to work with you know your body knows your body will tell you about those sorts of things so when you start to get more into your body and in this receptive energy your intuition just becomes so much stronger in navigating things like I use journeying for everything if I there's like a business decision that I need to make and I'm not sure about what the most aligned uh, decision is I will journey for it like we have that intuition like we know already because the thing is that the tree of life source wants you to be successful especially because you are all conscious people and there is um, such a thing as like a battle of light and dark going on so if you are representing that light and you are spreading that you deserve intrinsically to have every possible resource to make you feel safe and comfortable and expensive while you're doing that like that's what i see in journeys all the time like source wants you to have everything and it's all just energy and it's all just material stuff and it's all also a celebration of source Keep, I see your questions. I'm just going to like uh, answer them probably all together at the end. And also the ones that came in. So like keep typing them. Well, when you are spending, this is also a question that I got. There was someone, I'll, should, I'll probably just like pull it up. He said something like, um, what's... When I want to make a purchase that seems aligned, it feels aligned for me, is it okay to go in debt? Debt. No, because debt is like, um, has a very like strangling energy and it's, you have to pay interest over it. So for me, like there's one thing in like being resourceful and getting like government support, you know, when you need it or maybe a loan from a family member or something like that. But um, debt, to me, personally, does not have an expensive energy at all. So, and of course, there's a difference between like gambling debt and student debt, right? Everything is energy, everything is subjective, and like your body knows what is right or not. So when you spend, it's about the intention and the value behind it, like every purchase. And this is different for everyone you will know what is aligned for you. So are you wanting to have money because it's like an ego thing? You feel like you need to show your neighbors that you have a new car or like some stupid stuff like that. Or is it really about wanting to be mobile, you know, and like being able to drive a family member to the, to the hospital? Or does a purchase for you feel... Um, like you need it and you're not enough without it or just does it feel like expensive for you that's something that you need to feel into with your intuition every time 
So this is also why I love doing that little ceremony about making payments with your card is because you bring that um, intention into that moment and you're deliberate about your spending. And this is really different for everyone. Like, for example, for me, I'm going to get married. And for me, buying a wedding dress that I'm going to wear one day does not feel like an expensive purchase for me. Also, like, I'm not a dress person. I'm not like a whole wedding person. For someone else, that is like, yes, I've been waiting my whole life for this moment. I want to wear and look like exactly how I feel on the inside. And that could be a super expensive purchase. Like, it's not the same for everyone. And just start celebrating your money. Start, start celebrating what you have um, and um, focus on the intention behind things. Like next time, I'm going to talk a little bit more about work and alignment in work because this is a super important thing. That This has to do with like your purpose and your calling and being in alignment and how you can expand your abundance from there versus not being in alignment with your work. And if that's the case, like no amount of meditation, spiritual practices is going to fix the fact that you are unaligning your work and you're going to get burnt out. So this is like a, a separate topic in itself. That's super important. So I got a question. One that I got just now from Savage was how do I quantify my worth in my work? Well, this is something that I have a different live about. Um, I It's a while ago, like a couple months ago. I don't remember the exact title, but if you'll see it, you will probably, um, you'll, you'll recognize that it's about money just by the image. Okay. Samantha, she asked me, how do I manifest money? By healing your trauma. That's how you start to manifest money and embodying it, like how I explained uh, let's see if there are different questions in here that I can take. Excellent explanation. Um, happy that it resonates. Okay. Is embodying holding an amount a good or a bad thing? I don't know exactly what you mean by that, to be honest. Is embodying holding an amount a good thing? When you embody it, when you use your full energetic system... That is a good thing when your intention is aligned and it's expansive. And also when it comes to your intention and your goals with money too, what is really powerful is to always um, connect, align your goal to what's what's great for the collective. It's like, I want to be making this much a year so that I can build my business and I can reach more people and I can heal more people. Like that's a super aligned um, goal. What's my podcast called? It's called Chum and Jessica, and it's everywhere. Like Spotify, um, all of the podcast uh, places. Is having too much money a bad thing if you do it with good intention? No, of course not. It's actually a lot of freedom and safety. It means that you can invest in like super aligned uh, businesses, stuff like that. Mm. Jake, am I able to journey the way you do or do I need to learn how to journey from you? Yeah, you need to learn how to journey. Journey is, uh, journeying is, um, I am working on something. But if you want to learn how to journey and journey for other people, I offer an apprenticeship program. Um, but if you're interested in that, you need to do a journey first. First of all, to see if it's 
aligned for you and for me to see if it's aligned for you in the journey. Um, so the purpose of why you want to make money makes a difference. Yeah, it makes all the difference in the world. Mm. What money manifestation techniques do you use? I don't really use uh, specific techniques. There are techniques, like things that you can do is like draw a money bath where you use like different herbs and uh, honey and coins and um, you like fill up the bath and let it like fill your system with all of the abundance that you want to attract. That's a very powerful meditation that you can do. For me, I've been always, uh, I, I've always been very, um, have, have had a lot of flow and expansive energy when it comes to money. So for me, it's just a very fluid thing. And I am, because of my work, as aligned as I can be also with um, spending and stuff like that. So for me, I don't really do specific uh, practices when it comes to this. Okay, so this was someone who asked me, how can I live abundantly without accruing debt? Or is it okay to accrue debt if it gives you a sense of abundance? I find it hard to believe that accruing debt, uh, even if it's like a side effect of your spending, would give you a sense of abundance. So I would say no to that. Um, Shireen, she said, I heard a shaman listen, I listened to describe money as an entity. Have you seen one or no more no i just see money as energy what there are definitely entities that are attracted um to money so around greed for example definitely entities around that um but when it comes to abundance it's all just flow of source connection mm. so i got a question well, this is not really a question, but someone said abundance will actually be an important issue when I can finally afford a journey. I feel a huge block. Okay. This is always the thing with energetic work, like the thing that you want to do it for, the block is also going to keep you from doing it. So the example that I mentioned in the beginning with that client, she had um, a lot of issues around money for years but she did a journey anyway. Like she invested in herself uh, from a place of starting to value herself, you know? So that's a really brave thing that you can already like break through by committing to, to healing that aspect. And what's also really funny is like, I'm not going to name the name of this person and it's not like shade in any way, but I remember that this person who has been following me for a while, when they first started following me, they asked me to journey for uh, for them for free because they didn't have any money, but they felt like they really needed it and they were like an exception. So this is really um, a very good example of when you value your own, your own work. So for me, I value my own work to the extent that I don't journey for free for people. And everyone who wants to journey, even if it's like your family member your close friends, everyone has something that they would want a journey for. And it's not fair to decide like who deserves it more than um, another person. So that's not something that I do and it's not something I offer. But um, because I value my own work so much, I don't take freebies from other people, even if it's someone I know. So it's very interesting that when you do not value yourself, you also don't uh, value others uh, sovereignty in their work 
in the same way. So it always goes both ways. It's very telling. And I get these messages all the time. So that already shows that someone has a huge block around uh, value and worth. So um, let's see. Yeah, I think this was most of it. It's like a, a big subject for everyone. Just know that if you feel like you've tried everything, it's probably a trauma that's still in the way. And that's why it's so uh, helpful to work with other people to heal that. Because your blind spots are your blind spots for a reason. And especially when it comes to trauma. Uh, what happens to people that make lots of money uh, and use it with the wrong intentions? I've thought about this. I thought maybe they also create value in a way by uh, confronting what's wrong. Um, confronting others with what's wrong in the world, but just know that um, energy is... Ooh, I don't know if you can hear this. I just heard so many kookaburras laughing. That's like always a sign for me. Well, when people do unaligned things for money, you become... That's like a Faustian bargain. Like... Oh, the ultimate form because we have like Faustian bargains where you kind of like sell your soul when you have uh, contracts with entities, whether it's because they came in through uh, a, a very bad destructive decision that you made consciously or unconsciously. There are a lot of people who do like dark occult magic and they do this consciously. A lot of shamans who actually serve those spirits, people who do like anything for money. Just know that they're traumatized in the first place. That's why they're making those decisions. It's like what you will see a lot like in the 80s with when, when Russia basically became privatized. It was like this whole wild west where people like doing the most insane stuff for money and uh, murdering each other and all of that. So it comes from um, being traumatized from growing up in communism, you know. So just know that they're traumatized and that they will have to face uh, their decisions sooner or later. To the tree of life, no deed or action goes either unpunished or unrewarded. So every choice uh, matters. Everything that you do matters. Carly says, it's totally worth it. Investing yourself, definitely. Ah, I love journeying for you. Do I have a podcast on explaining journeying? Yes, my whole podcast is about explaining journeying. Well, I also explain a lot of other things that are related on there. But what I basically do here and on my podcast is just serve you and answer your questions. So I hope that for today, this helped you along with your abundance. And I hope that you are as abundant and expansive as you deserve to be. And that this information will help you um yeah help you grow that so i hope that you all have a beautiful day and i'll be back soon friends oh last minute question from jake sorry if i'm asking too much about this no worries that's why i'm here but as an example if a senior member of a pharma company doing things wrong uh, intentions what happens to them yeah just same answer as i just gave all right love you guys talk soon